Hey guys, welcome back to the Coach's Corner. I am Coach Jason, joined by Coach Caitlin. As always, I took your coach title, so I'll wait for you to say it. Uh, you can say it. Say it again. Coach Caitlin. There you go. Um, again, we are just two coaches. Not say sitting in a corner, but it can be. We're close to one. Um, just sharing some insights and thoughts on how to live better. I think us, us both, us both, is that how you say it? I'm going to say it today. Us both. Um, dedicated. Kind of got into this thing about helping people. Um, and that's kind of like the big check mark to the box. Like, are we helping people? It really satisfies like our professional itch we were that's yeah. a good way to say it yeah, yeah. so with that in mind um i don't know yours and you don't know mine but i said hey let's do like your two best like words of advice for things that are happening right now like most prevalent words of advice as a coach for right now as of what's today's date the 5th of december what's happening in life I'm going to say like the fitness world kind of thing, but not like politically. Like, Can we call this like giving our two cents? Because I've got ooh. two of them and then you have two of them. Okay, I like that. Well done. We can restart this and we'll <laughs> rename the, the podcast. <laughs> next time we do it. Next time. Next we, time. we can make this a our thing. Next two cents. So today's two cents. All right. Um, ladies first, do you want to go first? Sure. I'll All go right. first. What's going on in, in, in your world as a coach that you can help people with? As far as advice. Okay. Um, so I'm going to base it off some of my client conversations the past couple of days. And I think sleep, highly underrated. Okay. Um, is pro- And probably one of the more challenging. So your uh, clients are oversleeping. Health. Got it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're definitely oversleeping. 12 hours yeah, most, a night. Most people are undersleeping. <laughs> this client in particular is trying to improve her deep sleep, which is really important for uh, recovery. And especially as she's going through perimenopause, going into menopause, your hormones are wrecking your system and you struggle to hold on to muscle mass and bone density. Most women, we know that our bone density decreases as we get older. We don't think so much about the muscle mass. Um, And while it's one of the best things you can do is come in and work out. So weight-bearing activities, resistance training to maintain muscle mass, uh, you also need to allow your body to sleep and to be able to rebuild the muscle. How many layers of sleep are there? There are four stages there are four? of sleep. I was going to say three or four, but I have in mind. I'm pretty fart. sure there's four. Now you're making me re- <laughs> rethink. Um, but you have you have light sleep, you have REM, deep sleep. Deep sleep. I feel Isn't like, like the first one, isn't there? Was our first one like... There's Shallow. another like a shot. Yeah, so first, I don't know. I can't remember. But regardless, deep deep sleep deep is, is huge. The, is yeah. the stage where yeah. your body essentially repairs itself. And so if you're an athlete, this would be really important mm-hmm. for you. If you wear any you have any sort of wearable, it should break down the stages of sleep that you're in. Um, and so she her functional medicine doctor pointed out that her deep sleep was lower than it should be. I've heard this before. I love it. The visual of uh it's the time when your body takes out the garbage. Ooh. And if you don't give it a chance to take out the garbage, then the garbage doesn't get taken out, and you're like, then you're get like cognitive fuzziness and just irritability, and then things like it's the really good like so it's the limbic system is the channels or the tubes of the limbic system expand open wide during the deep sleep to then allow the people to pour their garbage, all the cells, the people, mm. the cells that pour their garbage into this channel and then it flushes out over the next day. Yeah. So days you wake up and feel like, oh, I feel like crap. If you do some l- 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 lymphatic rubbing, sides of your face, neck, 
underneath the collarbone and stuff, and then some lumbar rotational stuff. It helps that system better. But to your point, a thousand percent, uh, I always liked that analogy of, oh, well, that makes sense. Take the trash out. Take the out. trash out. And I that like means it. like muscle recovery or fitness recovery, mm-hmm. that there's waste products from working out. We won't get into that, but give your chance. Your All the cells of your body, every organ needs a chance to dump the waste, and it happens during deep sleep. Yep, yep. Um, so then started digging, doing some reading. One of the best ways to improve the amount of deep sleep that you're getting, ironically enough, is to sleep more overall. Generally, the percentage of your deep sleep increases. Give you sleep a chance. I increases. like it. Yeah. Um, but the, the thing they pointed out specifically was consistent uh, bed and wake-up times. Okay. So like the cir- so circadian rhythm. Circadian rhythm, yeah. So going to bed at roughly the same time each night and then waking up at roughly the same time each morning is going to get you more deep sleep, which is going to help with all these all these other things. Love it. Okay. What's yours, Jason? What's your first one? Um. Well, we've had a lot of conversations on this month, and so it's still like prevalent in my mind, and it's been, for my clients, very, very helpful. And then for people I talk to outside the gym as well um, is movement. So we look at uh, this month as being a very busy month. Um, we as coaches try to uh, take things off the plate of like the to-do list um, when it comes to our people. And then our influence on social media and things because of all the shopping and the preparing and the holidays and all stuff going on, it becomes very, very chaotic and the, the pace of the river gets faster and faster and faster. So how do you maintain um, those of us who care about our fitness lives and um, not having to like sacrifice that for all the other things? And it's just, we call it win the week and win the month. And what I mean by that is um, get at least, um, you, if you exercise in a day, you win the day. And you get four of those in a, in a week, you get you win the week. If you get 16 in a month, you win the month. So our focus is winning the month. Um, get 16 exercises or days of exercise in. Um, we call it here at our gym, like get classes in, whether it be physically in the building or at home doing a workout. But um, And the sub part of that, so it's winning, winning the month through movement. Make it your focus. And either be um, – it has to be either high heart rate or like lifting weight-based things. And then the com- combination of those two is the very, very best. So a um, high pace, high heart rate, weight bearing movements is like the go-to. Huh. That sounds a lot like CrossFit. That's weird. It's funny how that is. <laughs> but that goes for anybody. Like if, so to your point, then you got to go down the domino effect of how workouts positively affect our lives. That's like the beginning, the tip of the arrow if we can kind of organize ourselves in that, we show up for ourselves in that, we trust ourselves in that, that leads to a lot of good things, even from relationships and nutrition. And because again, quote me or tell me if I'm right or wrong on this, but if you're exercising more, you care more about what you're eating. And it usually happens that way. But yes. not as strong if you reverse that. So, like, if you're eating really good, it doesn't always necessarily equate that you're going to want to work out then. It yeah. does put you in a better mood, so, yeah, more opportunity. But that being said, if you're working out better or more, it naturally flows to the next step. Well, then I should be – I want to eat better because I want to fuel yeah. my workouts and I want to sleep better to your first point. Usually, yep. I want to have better – like, it gets better, better, better. And then um, why that matters to me, you would think, as a fitness coach, is not physically based, meaning results – from your physical body base. It's actually the opposite. 
I want you to win the month in December so that you are keeping yourself in the good decision-making zone. You have less stress. Mm-hmm. So you can think better. Yeah. So those workouts are like the almost number one thing you can do to decrease stress. Just dump it out in a freaking workout. And then you're able to then cope with and deal with all the other stress points that just simply go up in the month of December. Whether you're spending money, I got to buy a present for this person or that person, that person's friend, my niece, my, like, how, 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 like it just really adds up quickly on your to-do list. You need a thinking to dump that. Mm-hmm. To your point, like dump the ways, you need to dump all that stress someplace and the workout is that thing to do. So 60 to 80% of the purpose of a workout is going to be found in the mental what refreshing let's call it sure i like the workout. that yeah and then by default you're going to have some physical changes because of that but like for the rest of your life the majority of the purpose of a workout is going to be found in that mental state so my number one point is win the month cool all right my second one is uh eat protein when you travel so i have someone going like in the car like yeah physically yeah, while i'm traveling okay. <laughs> yeah while you're driving please snack on boiled eggs um <laughs> i saw that in a commercial in a movie a guy opening like in a plastic thing i'm like oh wow he puked in my mouth <laughs> I like, but i love eggs i'm like i can do eggs but not like pre-packaged in a thing like oh well, man well, some some people can Jason. vacuum sealed <laughs> power power to you i can't handle that oh, i'm getting sweaty right now oh man <laughs> all right we'll give you some beef sticks or something all right so protein Protein. Why protein? Yeah. Um, so it's usually harder. This client is tracking their macros. Okay. Um, and it's a little bit more Macros challenge. meaning what? Uh, macronutrients. So they're fats, carbs, and protein. The, the bold things on the labels. The, yes. The bold things on the labels that make up our food, the building blocks of our food. Um, and that's a way for him to figure out uh, how many calories he's eating overall because he's working on a, a weight release goal. And uh, so he wants to keep moving forward. He doesn't want to be set back on this trip, but at the same time setting realistic goals for himself um, and also knowing he won't have quite as much control over what he eats. It's harder to uh, control what we eat when we're traveling than it is when we're at home in our normal routine. So my challenge to him was to focus on his protein. Uh, I blew his mind somehow when I told him to put – his protein powder in little bags and take it with him. Um, he was trying Just to figure sure out how to you buy chocolate, <laughs> how to, how to buy. Yeah. 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 Bring the chocolate one. Maybe put a label on it. He was trying to figure out how to pack his massive, uh, tub in his suitcase. Um, but yeah, bring, For real? bring single servings. Like you didn't even think about doing a Tupperware container. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know. We were, we were a little, not quite on the same page okay. on this one. Okay. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Sir, what's this carry on? Oh, this is my protein powder. It's just my protein powder. This is, my, this is a solely this is my perso- personal item on the plane. It's my protein powder. Um, but yeah, like just getting creative with like, okay, how can I pack some protein bars? How can I bring my protein powder and my shaker bottle? Because obviously you can't bring pre-mixed protein, can't bring liquids yeah. on the plane. Or what is easy to find when he gets there? So if you are at a hotel and they serve breakfast, they almost always serve eggs. So For someone who's been thinking, going, that sounds crazy. Like, that's so way out there. Why have you recommended that? And I, I know I believe in the same thing, but be the spokesperson for us. Why do we believe in protein that much to the point where you're actually like planning to bring it like your toothpaste and your toothbrush? You're going to pack your protein powder. I as love well. that. That's what I'm going to be. It's like, it is. It's that level of like, this is what I do. Um, Protein is the hardest macronutrient for us to get 
in usually. So it's carbs and fats are very appealing and very easy to fill up on. So you think carbs are like your breads, pasta, um, includes fruit and vegetables. And then your fats are your peanut butter and your oils and um, lots of, I'm trying, I'm blanking here. Cheesecake's my favorite. So it's the hardest to find, right? (laughs) It's it's the hardest to find, yeah. Um, And then the stickiness is what I've loved before. Like, again, if you're a person that cares about what you're eating. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of like the pre, you have to qualify yourself. I care about eating healthy. I'm in that vein, you know the stickiness of protein outmatches it or outweighs anything else as far as what you can eat. So that's like that important. So if you have your protein, it gives you an opportunity to be successful pretty much no matter where you're at or what you're doing. Because yeah. it's easy. It's like, okay, I'm going to grab a snack and you find like yeah. a granola bar and a pack of nuts or something. Right. Like those are things we typically think of snacking on. There's there's your carb and your fat. Right. But the protein we have to usually be a little more intentional about. And protein, it's harder to find. It's, it's harder to find. You go to a gas station convenience store or a vending machine like it's going to be super hard to find like good quality protein other than like beef jerky yeah which usually comes along with quite a bit of fat and sodium with it but um yeah it's getting it's getting easier if you can if you can stomach the the boiled eggs usually you can find those um you might find a high high protein yogurt um or you can you can just bring some things from home that you typically eat and then it's less stressful so knowing he was going to be on a a very demanding business trip. Let's make things a little bit easier. To your point, win the day. How can we win yeah. the day nutritionally? If he can get in his protein, I would even say like he's staying on track. Okay, we have the nutrition thing, which I believe in a thousand percent. But even like business trips, so clearly you're going to be in meetings. You're there to work. So mm-hmm. um, it, to keep him or keep all of us and our best uh, opportunity to function and perform mental in what we're trying to do, the thing he's mm-hmm. trying to do as business, like recognizing what I'm hearing you say, how I see it is for you to function and to operate as the best businessman, whatever that business may be for interaction with the clients or, you know, whoever it may be protein, because you're going to put yourself in the best chance for energy and emotional stability. And you're not going to be hangry and yeah, you're to think clearly a big, uh, sugar crash because you ate yeah. a bunch of carbs earlier yeah. on. In so the it's day. not like it. Yeah. The weight thing is there for sure. For sure. But I think more importantly, beyond all that, is to for us to um, show up in what we need to show up in. Like protein is going to be it. So I mean, I thought of that. Like my when I'm trying, like I want the biggest breakfast I possibly can get, and have it to be heavy on protein and then good fats, so that I'm I'm good. Because I don't know, I can't always trust when the lunch is going to be. Yeah, when is the lunch? What is the yeah. lunch going to be? Is it going to be enough? Right. Because yep. I'm visiting someone like you're going to rely upon their schedule and you can't always control that. So I, I did a podcast yesterday and we talked about that. Uh, another fitness professional, we mentioned these. We, now we carry the premier protein in our gym, but it's pre-made shakes. Mm-hmm. They're like, they travel anywhere. They don't necessarily need to be cold because I buy them. Other than a plane because it is already pre-made liquid. And it's sealed. Does that count? Can you get it in? It's 11 ounces. What's the cutoff for plane trips? 100 milliliters. No, it's over. Yeah, so sure. you got to put your carry on, but it's sealed. But like even anywhere you can try to find this, but a prepackaged protein, even to your point about the powder, like it could be even simpler. I can chug this in less than a minute and it gives me 30 grams of protein. I actually brought that to the airport with me and drank it in uh, yeah. the security line yeah. before I got through. And because then dump it. And then, yeah. So there's good ones. We carry Premier, we're not promoting them, but like we're not 
sponsored by them, I should say. But they're if you want to sponsor us, it's fine. The ingredients we'll are less, and they rank really high in like all those like food lists or food charts of quality food and all that. But the point being, like, yeah, it's worth it. Like, if anything, to fight for on a trip is going to get protein. Yeah, because the the carbs would be anywhere, but like protein will help carry you through whatever you're doing the most. Yeah. I like that. And then the other piece to that, as far as like why to do it, like why not just stop tracking altogether? Why not? Why not just let loose for the weekend? Is then it's becomes harder to get back on the train. So it becomes harder to become back on my routine if I left it yeah. completely. If I can at least stick to some protein routine and feel like. I haven't lost all my momentum moving yeah, forward. I haven't bailed. I haven't, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I haven't the ditched plane. the plan. <laughs> um, I've just, I just modified the plan for these couple days. Then it's like, yeah. okay, you Surviving is better than quitting. Immediately yeah. getting yeah. back. To, yeah. I've turned to my favorite phrase, turned down the dial on nutrition. I haven't turned it off. I like that. That's yeah. good. All right. Look at you. Well done. Boom. What's your second one? Well, I was. It was gonna be protein. I knew it. I I knew it. I was like, I'll go first. I'll steal it. Stole that. <laughs> but um, number two, my second sense, <laughs> two cents. Get it? Come on, that was good. Yep, Bad joke. Oh, uh. um, is you'd be amazed that even during the holidays, how much depression cranks up. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because again, you think about all the the social interactions and the amount of like you're giving gifts away. And you have like family, you're seeing people like, but depression actually, this is one of the highest months of depression. Now I think for us here in Northeast Ohio, probably because we got longer nights. I mean, it's sun setting at five o'clock. Like that's crazy. So we are robbed of some good sunlight, which does a lot of amazing things for us. So my second point is just, let's say, increase your awareness of the negative self-talk. It's been qualified as like uh, the imposter syndrome. So the imposter syndrome we all have is the the voice in your head that says that you're not good enough, you can't do that, you're an idiot, you always make mistakes, you'll always fail, it'll always go wrong. Like anything that's really like negative towards yourself, it would be the imposter syndrome. Um, And even the best of the best struggle with this. And I like hearing that from even some people I follow on Instagram who have a really big following. They're really like... They have a, they're very, they're an expert in their field. They battled this and they're on mm-hmm. stage in front of thousands and they still struggle with it. I'm not, why am I here? I'm, I'm not good enough to be here. What am I like? Yep. Everyone at some level struggles with what is known as the imposter syndrome. So this month, it's just be to increase your awareness of like how you're doing. Like mm-hmm. what is your internal language about right now? Um, and then if you notice that's kind of just stress, because we mentioned stress, like it's just kind of getting worn down, worn out. Um, we do this. Have a conversation with somebody. You know, even the most introverted people on earth um, do benefit from interactions. Um, introverts typically do better on, like, obviously the one-on-one stuff. Extroverts just love a, f- a busy, crazy room, mm-hmm. crowded restaurant kind of thing. But um, do yourself a favor and actually lean h- heavily more into conversation this month on purpose. Like putting yourself just in the place where you can um, have a normal conversation and not be consumed with your thoughts and your worries and your to-do lists, which does weigh you down. No matter who you are, to-do lists weigh you down. Mm-hmm. Now, unless you're like checking them off and you love that, and I'm looking at you, Coach, who I love love lists. Love lists um, typically, we it's not necessarily the the doing of the list; it's the what am I forgetting? So mm-hmm. if you make you love making lists, but then you like, all right, what else am I forgetting? There's still a aspect or opportunity in there to like it overwhelms us yeah or the list itself seems overwhelming yeah Yeah, and it gets bigger and bigger and grows per day and again i think men and women kind of do the listing a little bit differently um i think sometimes guys have an advantage of we um 
can focus on less things at once to our advantage. Or um, disadvantage sometimes. And then, yeah, also, <laughs> then dis- because we focus on the wrong things, then it becomes detrimental. Where I know my wife can focus on 20 different thousand things, but again, it becomes detrimental when she feels nothing's getting done. Because mm-hmm. yeah. you're, you're spending energy on thinking of things that need to be done versus actually doing them. Sure. So I think my advice is going to be just have conversations. With your people, you know, people they don't stress you out, <laughs> you know. Knowing you, you might during the holidays be in situations where you are having conversations yes. with people that will stress yeah. you out. Had this conversation yesterday with a client who, like myself, is more introverted and like some social settings, it is a toll. Um, and she goes, what? You're introverted? I go, well, yeah, you see me at the gym. Like, that's my element, man. Like, it's my business. I love pouring into people. So I'm going to like, I carry a different hat. When I go to like, say my wife's uh, office party, like things like that's a, that's a, it's a toll for me. Like it costs a lot from, I'm drained from that really, really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I still can enjoy them, but I know just the rate of it, what it's cost I me. Mean, the meter is running a lot faster <laughs> in those interactions versus our own holiday party or the interaction that I have here at the gym actually feed me a little bit, even more classified as an introvert. But yeah. recognizing your limits and who you are, and what you like to do, I just maybe carve out specific time where you even call someone or I think it has to be voice to voice. I'm not saying like texting. Like it yeah. needs to have some like If it can't nuance. be face-to-face, then it, at least right. a phone call. FaceTime somebody, Zoom somebody. I think everyone has Zoom since of COVID, <laughs> so everyone has the Zoom app. Even my parents know how to work it, kind of. Um, they have some cool new AI features in that, if you didn't notice that, like thumbs up, pop up all the time yep. now, and balloons, different things there. But um, So I, yeah, so movement, win the month for, my, for me, and then knowing that the, the I don't want to call it the depression storm, knowing that just we have a lot more depression runs rampant typically during the holidays. So knowing that's going to come up like a rainstorm coming up or a snowstorm, you kind of prepare yourself by yeah. doing certain thing, activities that Pre-empt really it. feed you kind of thing. And to your two points was protein. And then I forget the first one already. Dang it. Consistent. I didn't have enough sleep. Consistent. <laughs> oh yeah. That, uh, I'm there you go. You need to go to bed at the same time. I, I binged some shows last <laughs> night. <but laughs> Not been to the show. <laughs> um, what was your first point again? What can I think of it? Uh, consistent bed and wake time. Yes, yep. it was a really good point. I believe in it. Wow, I am listening. You're, you're to gonna it, you're promise. gonna enact that tonight, right? Yes. No, no staying up late watching shows. Actually, I did it to prove your point. I kind of actually oh, I knew okay. you were gonna this say is, sleep. So but let me show you what to not to do. <laughs> show you how much it affects your mental capacity we, co- we coaches aren't perfect either we're, we're here yourself. preaching oh. to our choir. yeah anyway so that's our two cents for today hope it's uh, good we hope you enjoy the week enjoy the month uh, until next time thanks coach see ya It, it was um, like when you're single and you're doing all these things and you get married and you think you can just add your new person to all the things that you currently do and then expect the relationship to thrive and I was like, yeah, I totally walked in thinking that was going to happen. It doesn't. I need to get in my water. That's fine. <laughs>